This is where the fun begins. The Lobby With You podcast show, also known as Christian Fandom Geek on YouTube, is a Red 5 show, also affiliated with Fandom Collective. So, enjoy the show, and the force will be with you very soon on the Lobby With You podcast show. There's one. Set for stun. Uh, okay. So, how you doing, man, anyway? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. I'm cool. You've been busy. You've been like you've been like super busy. Yeah, especially with the with the pup, the pups. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's taken up a lot of time. Oh my gosh, dude! Been 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 into the into the old animals. Like God bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been cool though. The only ones that I'm interested in are the ones that are on the plate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a bit of Bond villain. <laughs> animal rights people. Like, you you can't say that. I just. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, cool. you've got? There's I, I bet there's there's loads of the guys on the show that loads of the fans of the show that's kind of missed missed you on there kind of thing. So. Um, that's cool. So what we could do, we could kind of do this AEW part on here, and then and then I'll send you the link for, and then we can do the Marvel part on um on Anchor. Is that is that a cool? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, so talk to me, dude. Okay, so obviously in the world of this is obviously guys home. If you're catching this stream afterwards, this is the Lobby Review Podcast show. This is a bit of a kind of initial stream. We're going to do more of them in the future. Um, it's just a case of it's a way it's just a way of making the show a bit more interactive with fans and then and and with you guys at home that are listeners. If you're catching this stream after the facts, I know a lot of the guys in the states listen to the show, so you might be catching it afterwards. Might be a bit early for some of you guys right now. Um, hello and welcome, and and, and uh, glad to get you on here. Um, so there, there's every time I, I'm going on Twitter. There's always something going on trending about AEW or something going on with yeah. AEW. It's always like some superstar from WWE um, going across to AEW wrestling. And and from time to time, I, I'll, I'll look on um, what's going on on AEW. And it's, at the moment, it seems like they've set the world on fire in terms of sports entertainment. So, Omar, you're a big wrestling guy like myself. Um, yes, we, we, we were going to have the initial plan was going to be to get Stephen Harper on because he's also a big wrestling guy who has his own um, wrestling YouTube channel and things like that. But Stephen's got some stuff going on, so he couldn't quite make this one. But we will, we will get Stephen Harper on again to have a mini, a bit of a debate with Omar. But just tell me, just going in now, a brief conversation. What do you think's going on with WWE? There's a lot of stuff going on with WWE releasing a lot of big name talent, which is and it's like they Vince have. McMahon is completely emptying, emptying their locker room, and a and then and then half of them are going across to AEW. So, what do you make of what's going on at the moment? I think it's just uh, a bit of, a bit of a crazy time right now. Um, AEW's just turned two now, and they've really really shown their metal, shown that they are kind of an alternative to WWE for the first time in over 20 years since WCW. I mean, there was that kind of time, what, early 2000s when TNA was started to become something known, but then they kind of emulated WWE to the point that they weren't WWE and kind of fell yeah. back. Uh, they're, they're now Impact, but uh, 
yeah, uh, it's 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 a very it's a very entertaining time to be a wrestling a pro wrestling fan right now. Man, it's, yeah, it's really exciting, isn't it? I mean, I, I think it's amazing. Um, um, and, and you do look at AEW, even the way the design of the ring and and how the kind of the setup is with the ramp and the visuals, the wording, the you know the graphics of the show. It does feel like Nitro. It feels like a nineties WCW, um, you know, WCW at its peak. It does. It gives me those sort of vibes. Well, that 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 is kind of the idea behind it. Um, Tony Khan, the uh, president of and CEO of AEW, he's a massive wrestle, wrestle, um, wrestling fan from for many years, and he yeah. did say that before um, um, Dynamite launched, which is their main flagship show that he watched Nitro like all the way through again. And he said, that's the kind of feel that he wanted for the show. So it is a direct yeah. kind of, kind of homage to the old Nitro of WCW in AEW. Mm. I mean, the thing is like, I remember that like, I growing up listen, watching wrestling um, and my uh, early, early experiences of wrestling were, were W. Wasn't wasn't actually WWF. It was it was WCW, and it was okay. guys like it was Sting and Ric Flair, Two Gold Scorpio, Ricky the um, the Dragon Steamboat, all these like okay. all these like Ron Simmons coming along. So all these like big <laughs> yeah. names, some of these amazing like iconic names in wrestling. I mean, I think growing up for me, if I was kind of really like narrowing it down, I'd be going, you know, who was my favorite guys? It would be Two Gold Scorpio, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, and Sting. They were my okay. guys. They were my okay. guys. When I, all over, I was all over those guys. I absolutely loved it. Um, and then to so the WWF side, obviously, was wasn't WWE back then. Um, yeah. You know, you, you were looking at Shawn Michaels and Bret the Hitman Hart for me. Um, yeah. They were the. They were. You know, they were like, oh man, it was fire. It was absolutely amazing. So that that was sort of for me back then and obviously it was I think for me back then it was apparent that even though I was young and experiencing wrestling for the first time it it seemed like a good thing that there was two strong companies that were going at it I think it was good for both companies that they that they 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 both had a rival that could kind of push them to to make their product even greater no I completely agree with that I mean for me I started off with W wwf um that's the first time i watched wrestling i used to watch it at my aunt's house um yeah. back in the day this is i think it was summer slam 90 i think it was uh yeah i remember that i remember watching that with the uh, hulk hogan ultimate warrior and that but for me i wasn't really i didn't really care about the heavyweight title scene i was always a fan of the intercontinental championship so, oh really? That, yeah. So at that time, this is before like Brett got his push to be like world champion. It was when Brett was IC champion. That's what that's what I was more interested in. Hitman will always be my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. Um, but like you know, at that time it was like Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig. It was um, it was all those kind of guys that 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 were that got me into wrestling. Um, and then, yeah, I did. I did watch WCW, and it used to come on on a Saturday morning, a Saturday afternoon. Uh, WCW Worldwide. I actually remember my first uh, wrestling show I ever went to was a WCW show. 
uh, with yeah. Sting and stuff like that. But yeah, oh, nice. like, but yeah, at, at that time, you know, it was great to have two opposing kind of things, and they pushed each other. I mean, the attitude they're in would never have happened if it wasn't for the NWO. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you know. and and obviously, Attitude Era. Oh my gosh, I mean. Obviously, like, you know, on WCW's side, you've got, like, Kevin Nash, you've got um, Scott Hall, um, you've, you've obviously got, you know, Goldberg, you've got Diamond Dallas Page, yeah. you've got Bucket T, Mr. Spinner Rooney. Um, yeah. you got those, of, I mean, uh, Ric Flair at that time was at WCW as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you had all those big hitters on that side of things. And obviously Goldberg was ended up being the franchise guy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you, it, it, it was like, okay. And obviously, you're not even saying that. You, you, you've got Hulk Hogan rocking a black beard. Yeah, um, Hollywood. 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 Ho- oh, I tell you yeah. what. He, man, I know there's issues, there's issues with Hulk Hogan. We know there's issues with Hulk Hogan, especially with some of the th- stuff that came out afterwards with racism and things that he yeah. said. Um, um, but, you know, Growing up, like Hollywood Hogan, but Hogan back in the day, Hogan, oh man, yeah, that guy was fire back in the day. Hollywood Hogan back in the day, he was such a great heel. He yeah, really but, was. But I, but for me, yeah, his in-ring work was not my thing, but his character work was always uh, quite fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. It, so yeah, so we we had that, and then you know we had the fall off WCW. Um, and we had the kind of um brand split in WWF, well, then yeah. WWE, and yeah, I, I, I kind of fell out of love with with wrestling for a while, uh, yeah. during that period. I used to watch it through uni. I had a, I had a, a uni roommate who was very much into wrestling, he went yeah. to WrestleMania. He actually spent his student loan to go to WrestleMania 20. <laughs> Spending was... student loans, spending yeah, student spent... loans to go to WrestleMania. Yeah, he did. Ah. He, he spent three three days in New York to go watch. He was front seat in WrestleMania twenty. <laughs> That's been... absolutely brilliant. A big really shout out to God's to God's geeks. He's put a, put a comment on here. WCW era was the best time in wrestling history. After that, a quick watching. Well, God's geeks. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a good era. I think. I think you probably get some agreement with us here. It was yeah. a fantastic era. Thank you for coming on the stream and leaving a comment as well, dude. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, but, so, for okay. now, but for me now, I think this era right now is one of the most interesting eras. Um, okay, so, okay, so, okay. So talk a bit more. So if we, so we've got someone like God's Geek listening, playing this on, on the YouTube now. How can we, can, how can we evangelize the God's Geeks to get him over to, uh, get him over <laughs> to like wrestling now? What can we do over what, What's so interesting about the era that we've got now? Well, the thing is, is that right now, because we, we are in a kind of a, an internet era now, we, we, we're exposed to a lot more. So back in the day, there were independent kind of promotions out there, but we didn't really have access to them. Um, yeah. but, but now we do. Um, so for me, like my kind of real kind of running, my like current running uh, kind of following wrestling happened because of New Japan and getting okay. into kind of New Japan wrestling, uh, especially when um, AJ Styles from TNA, when he moved over to New Japan. Oh man, AJ Styles, <laughs> AJ Styles. 
but then you know he joined he joined the Bullet Club, which is well at that time was the amazing faction. I mean, if it wasn't for Bullet Club, we wouldn't have AEW because I mean that it kind of born out of that. Um, yeah. So you know, AAW was born after kind of a bet online on Twitter where um, Dave Meltzer, who's like a a massive kind of wrestling kind of reporter, said yeah, that yeah. like said that no indie no indie promotion could fill a 10,000 person arena um yeah. outside of WWE uh Cody Rhodes the son of uh Dustin Dusty Rhodes yeah uh, said I'll take you up on that and he, wow and he, uh, him and the young bucks uh promoted their own indie um indie show uh, yeah. called All In yeah which, uh which which kind of out of that came AEW but what was great about even all in was that it was kind of like a culmination of all the indie performers from different promotions in one show mm. and that's kind of um kind of what the ethos behind what AEW are doing now where the the doors open where you have got they have their main roster but then other people from other promotions can just come in and it just makes it so much more exciting because not only are are people like following other indie promotions now, but also they're getting the rub from watching AEW going, Oh, who is this guy? And kind of watching what's, what's happening with like kind of the other promotions like that. Yeah. So that is really interesting that they're so, they're so engaging and it's a very different cultural sort of thing from what was happening with uh, what's happening with, with WWE. WWE seems to be a very closed shop. And obviously that, that's the way that Vince McMahon runs WWE. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I it's quite interesting. Now, I, and I'll, Omar, I want to get your perspective on this. I remember a, um, a, promo, a, a promo with Paul Heyman. And, and obviously Paul Heyman works for WWE and whatnot, but Paul, Paul Heyman's a, a wrestling guy. He's, worked, he's been with um, diff- several different promotions and things like that. Well, he, he owned ECW. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's a, re- he's, a, he's a wrestling guy. And I remember him doing this promo. And I think when I, when I listened to him do this promo against Vince McMahon, I thought, hang on a minute, is he speaking like some truth here and like, I in the thing and he remember he spoke about Vince McMahon's father and that Vince McMahon's father said that he wouldn't run against other promotions in terms of like kind of trying to push them out of business type thing and that Vince went against that promise and uh, I just remember this promo and obviously you know it was obviously I think it was an official promo but it almost seemed like like um like Paul Heyman was speaking some truth within that sort of within the promo sort of thing I always wondered about that like was he, you know, was he really like, was there a lot of honesty in what he was saying to Vince in this in this promo? I don't know if you ever come across it, but it was just, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah there was a, there's an element of truth because it was a gentleman's agreement that you know, before before the eighties there was a territories, and yeah, you, like you didn't. The whole thing was you don't poach another man's territory, but yeah, basically Vince Junior. He basically bought up all the all the territories pretty much. Yeah, so that's how that's how. WWF became so prominent, you know, yeah. because of that. Um, so there is an element of truth to that. Yeah. Um, all the southern kind of territories culminated in Jim Cro- Crockett promotions, which eventually yeah. became WCW, but pretty yeah. much everything else was WWF. 
So yeah, there is some truth in that. That's you know, th there was some ruthlessness. I mean, he did pay off a whole load of guys to you know to join join WWF um, <laughs> when they were in the territories. I mean, even Hulk Hogan was in uh, I think it was in AWA uh, before he got big. Um, oh wow! But yeah, but yeah, I, that's, that's, that's it. So obviously, okay. So obviously, going back to Tony Khan, Tony Khan's in it, got a complete par paradigm shift, a complete. Uh, completely different direction to WWE and they're engaging with New Japan uh, and there's yeah. other promotion. I mean, obviously they're engaging with TNA.